back to the Leba Business Hour on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. This segment sponsored by U-Stop and Whitehead Oil. All right, welcome back to the Leba Business Hour. We are uh, here for our second segment today, and we have Lincoln's own Mark Whitehead with Whitehead Oil and U-Stop uh, Convenience Stores in with us uh, here. Uh, Whitey, before we get started here, I got to give a shout out to our uh, segment sponsor, Integrated Behavioral Health Services, building a stronger, healthier community through advocacy, inclusion, perseverance, unity, and compassion. Learn more at ibhealthservices.com. So um, I'm kind of excited to have Mark in because Mark is a second generation uh, business owner in the family business here in Lincoln. Uh, his dad, Bus, started Whitehead Oil Company uh, many years ago, and uh, now we it's evolved into the U-Stop brand that you have all over Lincoln. So first of all, Mark, welcome to Laliba Business Hour. Oh, I'm delighted to be here. Thanks, bud. Great. So, Mark, talk to us a little bit. Let's just start with the history of, you know, Bus and Whitehead Oil and kind of how it's evolved over the years into you stop today oh my god i don't even know how to begin we back <laughs> we actually uh he founded the company when i was three years old in uh, 1959 prior to that he had been working uh, almost a decade with philip 66 he played for the huskers uh and graduated in 1950 back then it was the dawn of television in fact actually it was a uh, television was a newfangled thing there were NBA contracts out there, but the best players played for AAU teams. And Phillips 66 had an AAU team, and he played for them. And as, as, as a matter of fact as well, it was a, it was, uh, a, a matter of convenience. His, uh, his uncle was actually the president and chairman of Phillips at the time. So it's a, <laughs> it was a good That doesn't fit. hurt to get a spot on it the was, team, right? Yeah, it was a good fit all the way around. And, and they had an incredibly successful team. He was an incredibly successful salesman. He was salesman of the year two years in a row prior to founding the uh, 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 the marketership in, in Lincoln, where we still are today. Um, and um, the uh, company that we run today bears absolutely no resemblance to the one he started in 1959. And that's, and that's the way entrepreneurship works. So when he started, uh, was it the old service station you know, uh, I mean, back then it was probably they'll come out, they'll fill your car with gas for you, they'll clean the windows, that kind of stuff, and they had the garage if you needed work done on your car. Is that kind of how it st- what it was when it was started? That's the way the entire industry was in in fifty. You got to be impressed that a guy as yeah. young as me compared to you remembers those, right? <laughs> no, I think Harrison he, doesn't know what those are. <laughs> I think he started with uh, about. Uh, uh, a few, about 10 locations that uh, he did. All of those were full-service dealer locations. We consigned the gasoline to them and, and did that. He grew it to uh, over 30 uh, consignee dealer locations. And uh, uh, and then the uh, oil embargo hit in the 70s, and, and we were able to maintain the number of locations that uh, he had. But uh, there was a uh, we had a cut rate division called You Save Oil Company where we they tried to get two cents on the market and just do mini service. There wasn't uh, there was no such thing as self service so back in those days. Mini serve. What did mini service look like? Uh, they would come out and and uh, uh, wash your windows for you. Okay, and that was about it. But there weren't any service bays. No 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 uh, 
no vehicle repair, none of the rest of that. And then uh, when I graduated from college in 1982, um, we started our first convenience store that was ironically enough over 27th and South, which is not a location that we have anymore, but, uh, uh, started in on the ground level and managed the store myself, uh, for the first, uh, couple of years before we started expanding into further, further, uh, convenience store locations. So you started with one convenience store in 1982. Yes. Okay. Now we, we are here in 2023 and I believe you have 24 locations in Lincoln or is there how many locations do you have in Lincoln and the, and the area? We have 26 uh, U-stops 26. In, in, in this general region uh, and over uh, 30 locations or about I think about 33 to 34 locations total. In fact we still have a few consignee dealer locations where if you want somebody to pump your gas for you, if you want somebody to help look out after the care and maintenance of your vehicle through service jobs or or whatever we still have a a, a dealer network that exists in the, in the Lincoln community, but far and away our, our our largest growth is in the convenience store arena. So, talk to us a little bit about the evolution of the convenience store, Mark. Because, um, I mean, you and I have known each other a long time, and I mean, just from the time you and I first met twenty however many years ago that was to now, convenience stores have changed dramatically. Dramatically, I mean, it used to be. I'll grab some gas, I'll grab some a soda, I'll grab some sunflower seeds, and I'm on my way. Talk about how the evolution of convenience stores has happened over these last several years. When we started in 82, the the model was a 7-Eleven model. It uh, was two dispensers out front, uh, uh, cut-rate gasoline. It wasn't a branded product. Um, it was a 2,400-square-foot store, 60 by, uh, 60 by 40. Uh, very cut and basic, uh, had uh, just some general uh, merchandise items. Uh, in fact, uh, fountain drinks uh, were just being introduced into the market at that point. You, there was no such thing, or we did not sell 12 packs of pop or or, or even beer at that During point. During college, I think I had stacks and stacks of you stop pl- hard plastic cups in my apartment. Uh, oh, God bless you. God bless you for that. <laughs> And then this will be something interesting as people drive by 17th and Q Street on a regular basis, say that they they, they might look at it and say, what an an odd-looking convenience store. And that was actually our second convenience store. And it was our first branded uh, convenience store uh, uh, with the Phillips 66 logo. When we started, we wanted the convenience store to represent self-service and the higher quality service, the higher quality fuel was reserved for our dealer network. Uh, it became obvious through the mid-80s that that was going to continue to evolve. We wanted to bring in the quality fuel uh, to a conven- to a cut-rate convenience store type of mentality. And we didn't want to, to, to feel like a, a dirty persona that you might expect from a, from a fueling deal or fueling experience. So we intentionally designed it to look like a drive-in bank. And so, you know, there's a much cleaner connotation to that type of a business. So we cantilevered a canopy over the front of it, uh, put a nice gabled roof on it, put a, a nice design to it. And, uh, uh, and so that was the method to our madness back then. And, and as people, people drive by today, they, they might look at it and say, oh, my God, that looks like a drive-in bank. <laughs> <It was laughs> I've never thought of that, and I've shopped at that store 
uh, on a few occasions. Uh, but uh, as, as things continue to evolve, um, uh, my sisters and I bought out uh, my father in, in 1989. Uh, that was the same time we built 56 and Old Cheney, which came out of the blocks incredibly well. Uh, and uh, we took our, it was a big gamble because we took our number one dealer location in terms of gasoline volume. And that is where we had chosen to put this new convenience store. And so that was a difficult, how do you knock out your best, you know, your best yeah. dealer mm-hmm. location for something that's still fairly new to us? And, and we did that. We got the site analysis back that it would do uh, four times the amount that the dealer was doing. And we, we didn't know whether to believe that. And, but uh, once we, the first day we opened the store, uh, it was 50% higher than our best projections. And it became one of the uh, highest volume locations, uh, uh, certainly in the city of Lincoln and uh, uh, in general, the, 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 this end of the state of Nebraska, by the time it was said and done by the mid-90s. And then things have kind of, uh, as competition has come up, it's, it's backed off quite a bit. But uh, that, was, uh, that was our first introduction into what a convenience store might be capable of doing. So talk about just kind of how the product offerings have grown. I mean, I know, uh, you know, like I said, it used to be grab a fountain pop in one of those hard plastic cups because you could go in and refill it, but it seemed like they were always at my apartment, not in my car when I wanted to refill it, <laughs> so I just bought a new one. But, you know, like that and just kind of like grab and go, maybe some chips or some things like that. To Now, I mean, one of your locations, a couple of your locations have, I would call near a full restaurant right and 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 i want to back up to a little bit of nostalgia i i started working when i was in fifth grade and uh, uh i remember still remember distinctly my my dad calling me into his office at one point and said son we're in one of the most incredible industries out there so we sell he said we sell a product that everybody needs they need it every single week and and it what an enviable position to be in and and we we try to re, keep that front of mind awareness, and that is the reason that our marketing efforts continue to evolve. We've got to be the best alternative available in the marketplace for our consumers, and we do that by offering a, a different convenience items uh, on an ongoing basis to try to attract them into the stores. And what that looks like has evolved dramatically, and will continue to. Do it evolve i've got two young daughters and i you know what i the business i run today bears no resemblance to one my father started if my daughters choose to go into the industry as well uh within five to ten years the business that they run uh, will not bear any resemblance to the one that i run and that's that's the way entrepreneurship works that's the way businesses continue to evolve it is everybody goes into work every single day to try to figure out how they can be the best alternative in the marketplace. And as part of that process, we uh, have keep continually throwing things up against the wall to see what's going to stick. Uh, clean, bigger, cleaner, nicer stores where we used to be able to build a, a store for uh, less than a half million dollars. Now the stores that we build are over $10 million each. And uh, it wow. is, it's an incredible investment, but that's what you need to do to differentiate yourself from the competition, in my mind. And, uh, and we continue to set the culture with employees as well. So it's, 
it's a, it's a comprehensive effort, all of it leading to creating the best experience possible. Awesome. So talk a little bit about that evolution because uh, as I was thinking about you know this show, we had Jason on earlier. He talked about the real estate market. And knowing your family and your story, my kind of theme today was kind of we got to change with the times. And you've always got to be changing to get better. And I think you guys have done a really good job when you look at where you were in the 50s to the 80s and now 2023. You know, I mean, you've got the big car washes. You've got Jeannie's Kitchen. You've got the Hickman Chicken. So, I mean, you've got all of those things that you have added over time. Where do you see the industry going now? Uh, I don't see liquid fuels going away anytime soon. Certainly, uh, EVs are beginning to get a little bit of a, a little bit of a leg hold, but they still don't represent two percent out there. And even if it grows exponentially, uh, it's not going to be there. The consumer choice is going to continue to remain and dominate uh, 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 marketing uh, in any industry, let alone our industry. Uh, the state of Nebraska just uh, passed a, an ethanol mandate, um, and I, I am a huge proponent of my of my customer, not necessarily of the ethanol industry. And so, I'm agnostic as it comes to uh, new fuels such as ethanol to, and uh, E15s, E30s. But having said that, uh, we're there to offer it to our consumer because it's it's about giving the consumer what they want, mm -hmm. and so. Uh, our newest store over on uh, Amaranth, um, over by the casino at West Denton Road, uh, we offer E85, we offer E30, we offer E15. Uh, of course, the main product is an E10 product, but we still offer a clear, uh, unlettered and a clear premium. Uh, so it's a it's a wide variety of different product offerings because again, we want to we want to provide what the consumer wants and. What, where we're going to be five to ten years from now is the most complicated part of it because uh, technology is going to continue uh, to evolve things. Uh, political pressure is going to continue to uh, uh, evolve, and, and we've got to be there and respond to it. Uh, we've got to continue to stay focused on being this best alternative for our consumer. Uh, our location on Pine Lake has got EV charging. Uh, what, so whether it's EV charging or higher blends of ethanol or no ethanol at all, um, we want to be the consumer's best alternative. Excellent. So I have to give you, because I don't think there is a better promoter of their brand than you in this town. You're always promoting your brand. So talk to us about the Fuel Forward app. You've got to talk to our listeners and tell them about the Fuel Forward app. And as a, as a user of it, I think it's good that you maybe get a chance to talk about it. Right. And, and, and let me back up a little bit. Uh, uh, it's all the way since 1959. And even before then, uh, Phillips has been a, val uh, a valuable uh, partner with us. And so we've got... Uh, the U-Stop brand on all of our convenience stores, which uh, hopefully resonates with an awful lot of people. But we've also got the uh, incredibly strong Phillips 66 brand. Uh, so where the strength, the, the, where the strength of Phillips lies is in the marketers. That hopefully we've got the pulse of the communities that we're marketing in. Uh, the Fuel Forward app is a 
is an app that is sponsored by Phillips 66. Uh, it is their app. Uh, it's simply put, uh, it's uh, 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 more convenient because you sit in the front seat of your car and authorize the dispenser. So whether it's 100 degrees outside or zero degrees, you don't have to leave your car while you're, while you're authorizing the vehicle or authorizing the dispenser. Um, it's a lot more secure. You don't have, your payment method doesn't leave your phone. So you don't have to pull your credit card out of your wallet. You don't have to pull your loyalty card out of your wallet. You don't have to jump through six different screens on the dispenser just to get it activated. Uh, you activate it from the front seat of your car. You jump out of the car. You pick up the nozzle. You select the product, and boom, you're done. The uh, receipt emails to yourself automatically, so you never have to print off another receipt or lose the receipts in your wallet. You... Uh, the, and it will roll the price back on the dispenser up to 15 cents a gallon every time you come in. Two methods to qualify for the 15 cents is direct pay, which simply comes straight out of your checking account, very similar to your debit card, or the Phillips 66 credit card. Um, you can uh, also, if you've got a credit card that you like to use, you can still set that up on it. Maybe you get airline miles or whatever, and that will still roll the price back a nickel a gallon. But do not set your debit card up on this because, frankly, both direct pay and the debit card both come out of your checking account. But the, the, the system recognizes a debit card as a credit card and will only give you a nickel rollback. So you might as well go on ahead and set it straight up under Save the pay. full 15 cents. Save maybe. the full 15 cents. That's what I do. So, um, and this, so, is a, this is a promotion that's not a one-time sort of a, a, a limited-time deal to, to sign up. It, they are going to change promotions from time to time. Uh, the 15 cent rollback is good through uh, the end of this year. And then after that, they'll come up with another program. They'll come up with another incentive. And so it's always going to have value. And then the other side of it is our kickback rewards card. There's a loyalty card where you save uh, two points or two cents on every gallon that you purchase, plus anything inside the store. The most annoying thing about a loyalty card is another piece of plastic for your wallet. And uh, always, and remembering to use it, and having to do that, the loyalty card sets up onto the app, so you never have to worry about it again. You just automatically get the points every time you use the app, and you can redeem them right there. So, uh, as we kind of wrap up for our segment here, Mark, I appreciate you taking the time. Talk about your next project because you've got another project coming on soon. You're going to be building another, uh, I believe, store soon right are you able to talk about that a little bit sure uh, actually a couple of them um and uh again one of the benefits of being local is that you can feel the pulse you can design a store to the pulse of the community that you're operating in we built a store uh, about four or five years ago in hickman uh, that is a combination of uh, convenience store grocery store you when you walk in through the front door you look to the right it's got very much of a grocery store feel to it. We've got fresh produce. We've got fresh meat. We've got a full grocery selection within the store. You look to the left, and it's got a very much of a convenience store feel to it. You'll see the donut case over on the side, the roller grill items, the fountain drinks, all the rest of that on the other side. So it's a hybrid between the two, which is more complicated than what it seems because the wholesalers that supply grocery stores are dramatically different than those that supply convenience stores. Mm -hmm. Uh, our convenience store supplier, we can buy a bottle of ketchup or three bottles of ketchup at a time, 
and as a matter of convenience. And but the price point's going to be dramatically yes. higher. If we're going to offer a, a a grocery store alternative, people aren't going to pay ten dollars or eight dollars for a bottle of ketchup. Correct. So we had to deal with that. So we designed that to get to your point. Um, uh, we've had this uh, Tecumseh, or not Tecumseh, but Hickman has embraced our store there like nothing else we could have imagined. It's been an amazing experience, and they've really appreciated it. Uh, the city fathers in Tecumseh have uh, visited that store. They went to the city manager and said, make this happen in Tecumseh. And uh, they they were on us like a bird dog and and wouldn't let go. And so... Uh, they they gave us enough of an incentive to come in, and we're going to be doing a store that's even larger than Hickman in Tecumseh. Excellent. Uh, we're going to have a Dairy Queen associated with that one. It'll be a small travel center. It'll be right in the corner of Highway 50 and 136. Hmm. Great uh, intersection. Immediately, um, immediately north of uh, Tecumseh, and we're very excited about being and there. And you've got a project coming in Lincoln, too. we got to get the break here. I hear uh, Sorry about me. that. We're but gonna... we got another project coming in Lincoln, which is really what I wanted you to mention real quick. All right. And then uh, uh, hopefully we're going to be start moving dirt here by the end of this year, I hope. We've still got some negotiations with the city, but we want to put in the uh, largest and best travel center in the city of Lincoln at 56th and Arbor Road, 56th and I-80. So when you say travel center, what does that mean? Is that a Basically a truck it'll stop. Be, it'll sort be a of truck stop. Concept. It'll be the largest truck stop in the city of Lincoln. Excellent. And, and it'll be branded Phillips and Travel America. And um, uh, we're very, very excited about it. And that'll uh, be lot, right off of you said fifty sixth and I eighty, right? Fifty sixth and I eighty elite immediate uh, immediately to the south of there, the okay. Arbor Road. Arbor Great. Road runs parallel right there and, and uh We've got the property acquired. We're negotiating with the city on improvements to Arbor Road. Um, as you've seen in your past year history, that it's always <laughs> it's sometimes complicated, yes. complicated to get uh, some of this stuff done to uh, the mutual benefit of both the city and and us. But uh, uh, we've been working uh, together fairly well, and, and we have every confidence we'll be able to get this accomplished. Awesome. Well, thank you again, Mark Whitehead, uh, Whitehead Oil, and you stop for coming in. Uh, one other shout-out I'll give you real quick before we go to break is every Tuesday when they come to your store, you're giving two cents a gallon to local charities. Um, and I think that's great because you stop's a great citizen giving back to our community, and I think uh, June was the Lancaster Event Center, correct? Who's coming up in July? Uh, July is um, going to be uh, 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 Meals on Wheels, Tabitha. Excellent. Meals on Wheels and Tabitha in July on Tuesdays at U-Stops across the city. So uh, stick with us. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a few minutes here on 93.7 The Ticket.